What's up, everybody? Sullivan Phillips. Balling out of control. And we're doing a recap. Day one, we started the journey to figuring out how to have a relationship with Jesus. And we started by talking about a physical journey. And on that journey, what we talked about was my daughter losing her shades. Um, and we, we begin to discuss how sometimes, even as we take this journey with Jesus, sometimes we get lost. Sometimes we have to go back and find our way. Um, I went back and found her shades. And what we recognized was that with God, he'll never leave us alone. He'll always come searching for us. And uh, he'll always want to take that journey with us. So that was day one. We just want to give you a recap just in case you missed it. We love you, but we would love for you to be here. <laughs> Once this is finished, if you're interested and you want to find out more about me, in my ministry, I'll leave my website so you can check it out and have a better or a clearer view of who's presented to you this week. Again, this is Solomon Phillips, Balling Out of Control. Day two, here we come. Hey everybody, Solomon Phillips. If you missed me yesterday, I'll give you a brief backdrop. Sullivan Phillips. I used to play professional sports for 12 years in basketball and three years in soccer. But after playing sports, I decided to turn my life around and begin to share truth about life, sport, and most importantly, let people know, like yourselves, the goodness of God. So today, I want to take our journey into a different step. But first, I want to make sure I recap everything with you so you know what we talked about. So yesterday we jumped into the whole experience, which we're talking about for the week, which is the journey, the journey with God. And we started off with a story about me and my family. We went up on the mountain in Belize. It was really beautiful, very picturesque. And what we learned was it was beautiful. But unfortunately, with every journey and every experience, there's highs and lows. And it's the same in your spiritual. And my daughter lost her shades and I had to go back up the mountain, find the shades. And what we finished off with the thought was, you know, with your spiritual experience, sometimes it'll be high and sometimes there'll be lows. But never forget that even if you get lost or you feel alone or afraid, um, God is always there with you. And God is always willing to take that journey with you and help you to find uh, him, be closer, connected to him. And most importantly, see his glory and find that salvation, which is going to heaven. Tonight, we're gonna to take a different turn. Still on the same premise of taking a journey with God, but tonight I wanna to share with you something a little bit different, but like I said yesterday, we'll always share pictures or something to make it interactive and virtual um, in our virtual world. So I'm gonna open this up and start sharing tonight's story. And it is entitled, the specialist. When you think of the specialist and you think of someone who specializes in something, it's usually somebody who's very good at doing something very well and probably other people aren't that great at doing it. Well, this is where our story begins. How many of you, and I wish we weren't in a virtual room so I could see your hands, how many of you 
like Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell. And our story begins there. I went to the Taco Bell, and I got to show you this so I can make sure. And, you know, Taco Bells are pretty common. And what you get from Taco Bell is nine times out of ten, once you go in, there's always a line. And this particular day, it was no different. As I went in and got in the line, I put in my order. My order is pretty simple. I'm not that deep. I usually get a seven-layer bean burrito with something to drink. I was actually going there this time because I run a basketball ministry at my church. And unfortunately, my wife didn't make dinner, so I had to go to Taco Bell, which is okay. It's not a problem. So as I go to Taco Bell, it's a little backed up. I put in my order, seven-layer burrito, the usual, and figured, okay, I'll just sit out and wait, because that's usually what you have to do. Fortunately, even with fast food um, before the pandemic, you still have to wait a little bit. <clears throat> However, something strange would happen. Let me show you. As I sat there, all of a sudden, a group of deaf friends, and if you don't know deaf people, you can't hear, so they usually they sign, came in the Taco Bell. Well, here's the crazy part about it. Because they're deaf, they definitely put in their order online. They typed it in. They used their cell phone. Boop, 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 boop. Maybe like your parents, or if you're kind of grown, maybe you have a phone. Put in their order, and they placed it, and they came into the shop. They showed them through their phone what the order was, wait a few minutes because they had ordered a while back. And as they finally came to them, guess what they realized? The order was wrong. I don't know about you, but I think this is the craziest thing in the world. How in the world do you get the order wrong if they type it in or they do whatever and they send the order and you get on. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting there and I'm a little salty too because I'm hungry. I didn't get dinner. But I'm waiting patiently, trying to, but I'm watching this whole scenario happen. They're deaf. They sign. They don't necessarily uh, have the proper communication skills. So now it becomes tricky. We're inside and nothing they can say, or they're trying to sign it, they're trying to explain it, they're trying to get the message across, but they're not getting the right message. The manager thinks he gets it right and goes and putting some stuff back, and it's just a mess. It's not working out. It's actually kind of crazy, to be honest. Meanwhile, I'm still sitting there. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little upset now because I've been waiting a little while, too and still haven't got my food. I can start to see the frustration because they can't communicate with the manager, no matter how hard they try. Now that I've relived the moment, maybe they should have texted it to them, or maybe they could have written it down, but it just wasn't working, and the frustration was so high. 
and you could see it on their faces and the manager just wanted to help, but he couldn't help. And it was almost like they were at a standstill and nothing was gonna change. But if I didn't see this in my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed it. Let me tell you what happens next. As you can see, this guy is somebody who's signing. He's an interpreter. Well, guess what? Guess who came in the store at that particular moment? You got it, an interpreter. But nobody knew until he came up and put in his order. And he saw the frustration between the two parties. As he saw the frustration, he saw the manager. The manager was trying to speak to them. They're trying to respond back. It's not working. It's a hot mess. It's crazy. And to be honest with you, in this day and age, I was just like, this is crazy that this is happening. And meanwhile, I still haven't got my food either. So I'm a little frustrated. And you can sense the frustration. The gentleman comes in and he can sense it's a problem. And he's like, yo, you know, after he orders, he sees them signing or whatever or not. And he says to the manager, he sees the manager, he says, hey, man, is everything okay? The manager's like, no, sir, it's not okay. We're trying to work very fast to get your order. We understand orders are backed up. Please don't, you know, give us a little patience. We're trying our best to make sure it works. And he's giving them the whole spiel, the rundown, like what a manager's supposed to do, make sure that customer's happy. But he can see that the customers that are deaf and that are signing amongst themselves, he says, you know, is there a problem with them? Maybe I can help you. The manager kind of smartly says, well, if you can sign language, uh, sure, you can help. And the guy's like, well, actually I can. That's kind of what I do for a living. You can see the manager, his whole body language begins to change. Because now there's no reason for him to be mean or nasty because this guy can actually be the bridge between himself, the manager, and the customer. So he begins to sign and, and back and forth they go. And it's crazy because he finally gets it and he goes to the manager, he's like, yo, they wanted a chicken chalupa. That's what their order is, that's what they were like. And they were like, uh, I think Mountain Dew, something like that. And the manager had bought them burritos and some tacos and had some other crazy drink, like a slushy drink or something. They were totally looking at it in two different directions, all because they couldn't communicate. And here came this guy out of nowhere. He had nothing to gain. They didn't make his order any faster. He wasn't gonna get recognition, nothing. The only thing that happened was at the right time in the right place, he came and he actually saved the day. Meanwhile, I don't know about you, I'm still waiting for my food. And finally, I got my food. And as I was leaving, I began to stop and think. If it weren't for the specialist, would they still be there arguing right now? Would there still be friction between the two? Would the customer then leave and complain about the store and never come back? What could have happened if the specialist wasn't there? 
you know, I look at my personal life and I look at things around in the world, especially how crazy the world is right now. And I wonder, wow, we need a specialist. But if we go back even a step further and we look at our lives a long time ago, when Adam and Eve was in the Garden of Eden, they were deceived and they were tricked. And sin came into the world and we were officially lost. Our connection between God and man was changed totally. Reason being, because of sin, God can't come next to someone with sin. It'll probably kill him if it would kill you if he was in your presence because you have sin and there was no connection between us. But Jesus said, I'll be the specialist. I'll bridge that gap between God and man. But it wasn't just that easy. You see, for him to be the specialist, he had to come to earth, give his life. And not only just give his life, but he had to live a perfect life. So sometimes when you're going through struggles and trials, remember, you have a specialist that's working on your behalf. And you want to do the craziest thing, but it's not really crazy. It's really a beautiful thing. Right now, he's in heaven. I think I have to slide. Let me make sure I do. And he's interceding on your behalf. Look at that. That's Jesus on the cross becoming the specialist. And this is him now, the specialist in a different room, interceding on your behalf. See, every time you pray after you sin, he's there talking to the Father. God, forgive them. Forgive them. I died for them. Give them grace. Give them your mercy. Love them as I love them. You know, that's an amazing thing to know that we have a specialist like that who's constantly there for us, constantly available. You know, it makes me stop and think, and it may sound funny to you, but if your tooth was hurting and it was hurting really bad and you wanted to get it fixed, did you go to a plumber? No. If your car was broken, would you go to a doctor to get it fixed? No, of course not. And of course, if you needed a cast put on your arm, would you go to Walmart and ask the mechanic at the back to fix it for you? No. In each of these situations, a specialist is needed. So again, as I leave you tonight, I want you to remember, no matter what you're going through, Jesus has been through it. And if you need his help, he is the specialist that helps in any situation. Whether you're frustrated with your parents, Maybe you're just questioning God and you're, you're trying to figure out what your relationship looks like with him. Jesus is the one specialist who can help you and help bridge the gap between God the Father and you and ensure that when he comes back, he takes you home with him. So again, my name is Solomon Phillips. And tonight, we just took a different journey where we figured out, you know what? Things happen. And they're out of our control. And that's how the journey with Jesus is. It's, 
it's an amazing, but it can be crazy and scary in the same breath. But one thing that we have and we can always hold on to is that no matter what we go through, Jesus is the specialist who's always there to help us. Let's pray. God, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for the opportunity to share and have a beautiful session and a moment with these young people. Even though we're not together, God, and we're in a virtual room, I pray that every young person who's on the sound of my voice is touched by your Holy Spirit and they are encouraged to have a closer walk and make and take that journey with you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, friends, we're out of here for today. We'll be back tomorrow with another uh, installment of how we take this journey with Jesus. Again, my name is Sullivan Phillips. It's a blast hanging with you guys. I wish we were in person. See you tomorrow.